Hey, I'm Sarah. I'm Chloe. Welcome to Warriors, Birds, and Brews. I don't even know what fucking day it is. What t- when, when is this? It's Sunday, April 19th. 19th. Okay. Uh, Time is an illusion. I don't know what's going on anymore. Yeah, we, we <laughs> said we were going to keep on schedule. Um, I mean, it's, it? it's us, though. We're not going to do that. <laughs> and, and we were on track to do so for a few weeks. Um, for two, two episodes. Yeah, but... <laughs> But it turns out that when you're in the middle of a pandemic and you're highly depressed, it's really difficult to want to talk and be funny about Xena Warrior Princess. Yeah. 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 And eventually we'll get back to the Killjoys pod too. Just, I think we had to do a bit of a course correction on that one because we realized last night we have a really good option to do a Kate Bush song. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so talk to us. How are you all doing during this pandemic? Oh, yeah. Like, how are you, how are you coping? How are you not coping? <laughs> Let us know. We want to hear from our listeners. Um, are, your, are your cats as happy as our cat is? Seamus is just thrilled. Yeah, he hasn't bit me. Well, he bit me a little bit today. <laughs> just a little bit. Just a little bit. He got a little bite as a treat. Uh, he hasn't bit me, like, aggressively in, like, a month. It's pretty good. I'm very impressed. Yeah. Uh, we've moved his tower. He's very happy. Um, he can sit near the balcony while we're outside. Um, he uh, jumped up on his tower and slammed his head right good against the glass the other day that we laughed at him, which was he's fine. mean. Yeah, of course, he's, we wouldn't be laughing if he wasn't fine. He just looked very crazed yeah. and uh, sat there after that. So Yeah. So what do you, who else? Okay, we're not baking bread. We're not doing that. We're not making any quarantine bread. But if you're making bread, send us pictures of your bread. <laughs> or whatever else you're making. Yeah. We made cookies. Yeah. Cookie, I made cookies. You almost broke the mixer. That was fine. I'm not allowed to use the stand mixer anymore. It's not even a stand mixer. It's okay. a hand mixer, okay. and you almost broke it. Okay. <laughs> I would love a stand mixer. I would love a stand mixer. Then I'd make bread. <laughs> yeah, I don't have the risk control required for that kind of task I've learned. My carpal tunnel is not very nice to me. No. So It was not nice to the mixer either. No. Or the floor. Nope. Or the walls. Amazed we actually were able to salvage cookies of how much you flung everywhere. <laughs> we had a lot of cookies. Stop being so dramatic. Shut up. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, what, do you, what do you, are you drinking? Quarantinis? Because we're, we're doing some quarantinis. We had we, some Caesars today. We had some for the Caesar episode. We uh, Okay, I said, did you do this because it's the Caesar episode? And you said no. So now you're either lying to me or the <laughs> listeners. And saying, yes, the Caesars were because of the Caesar episode. What's the truth? <laughs> it totally wasn't for the episode at all, but we are doing When in Rome today, which features our friend Caesar rather heavily. What came first, him or the salad? It's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with him. <laughs> I don't know. Something tells me that like garlic croutons maybe weren't like... I don't know. I, I don't know. You're not a fucking doctor of ancient Greece <laughs> studies. <laughs> maybe he invented. Maybe Zena invented Caesar salad. Maybe. Maybe she threw Caesar, and then it was a tossed Caesar salad. Our <laughs> <laughs> listeners are gonna stop listening now because probably. <laughs> probably. <laughs> Except they're not because we saw a remarkable spike in listens recently. Yeah, we received. We've received a lot of listens over the last forty-eight hours. I'm assuming it's because of the marathon on Sci-Fi. Maybe. If it's not, though, if somebody said something nice about us or something, let us know, and thank you. And if you're watching the sci-fi thing, please tell us how it is, because we don't get a sci-fi in Canada, and someone, not me, is very thirsty to see Lucy, and I'm just going to give you a hint, it's Chloe. (laughs) But we did, someone did make, like, a fan edited. Yeah, but that was, like, three minutes. Like, it's, when they said hosted by, I I got the sense it was going to be, like, a significant thing. 
I have no idea. Okay. I, I don't. But we got to see at least a little bit, and that made me really happy. Yeah. The thirst was quenched a little bit. <laughs> um, yeah. And um, it, it, that's especially important considering I really don't see us actually going to the... The convention. convention in L.A. this August. Uh, With all the non-essential travel pretty much being, you know, banned <laughs> until the end of the year. And I feel like even if it's things are better in August, I feel like a large convention would be a wildly terrible idea. Well, there so. are, well I mean, B.C. is very much ahead of the curve and flattening the curve. So we might be able to travel within the province, but I don't think that... Um, the borders are going to be open. The borders are still closed, technically. Yeah, so don't really see that happening, which is a pretty big bummer, but of course, you know, yeah. things are the way they are, so yeah, and we gotta, we'll just, just have to roll with it. We have to fucking deal with it, basically, so. Yeah. yeah. So that sucks. So I bought myself a new phone instead. <laughs> <laughs> yep. You will see high-quality photos of PodCat now. <laughs> it's still bad-quality memes, though. <laughs> Alrighty, when in Rome. So this is Caesar, and this is Verkinix, and this is Crassus. Um, There's a lot of person swapping. Yep. And this is when we first see Gabrielle being really calculated in ruthlessness. Yeah, this is one of the ones that kind of took me by surprise when I first watched it. I mean, we saw her sort of be calculated about hope and everything before. This is a, a step that I didn't think she was quite going to take. It's, it is very cold and it is very calculated and it is, it's straight up murder. Like Mm -hmm. she basically allows Crassus to be killed. Spoilers. Whatever. (laughs) We're talking about it though. In, in order for Rekinex to be free and she could have let, she could have actually freed Verkinix without having Crassus dead, but she found out that he's a real bad guy, so oh, she just piece of shit. <laughs> she just kind of let him die anyway. So yeah. that's the thing. But yeah, no, it's interesting to see, especially in this season for me, to watch Gabrielle's um, character trajectory. I can't say that word properly, but that's you know what I mean. Her, her arc and her trajectory as a, as a person, because she's no longer that naive kind of bubbly kid who met Xena she's now got a bit of depth and a bit of nuance and I'm not saying like murder is a good quality to have in a person but like she is kind of developing a different I guess a different perspective on things and a different way of seeing the world. I mean I think ultimately she decides that the world would be better off and safer for people if Crassus weren't around so yeah. she decides that he can die, and she'll have a role in it. And yeah, it it makes, and it ultimately it does make sense because it's it's a sort of greater good at mm-hmm. angle she's going from. But yeah, I don't I don't think you know season one and Gabrielle ever made have, would have made that decision. No, season one Gabrielle would not have been judge, jury, and de facto executioner. No, this Gabrielle that we're seeing now, and I think this is kind of uh, I don't know if the writers had this planned or not. But this is, I find this season is like a real, real big tonal shift in the show and the characters and Gabrielle in particular and how she's growing, not necessarily in like healthy ways sometimes, <laughs> but she's growing and changing and, and seeing things almost, almost kind of through Xena's lens. A little. She's kind of taking on a bit more of Xena's way of seeing the world because Xena very, well, I mean, she's killed a lot of people. <laughs> a lot of people. 
<laughs> Xena's got quite the murder count. Um, like, if you think about how many people Xena's killed, both when she was quote-unquote evil and yeah. just in her... Just the, in a regular run-of-the-mill day fighting warlords. Yeah, I, it's, I mean, it's quite astounding. She snaps I a lot assume. of necks. Yeah. It's a lot <laughs> of neck snapping. <laughs> so this is something I, I love about this episode. She basically, in cold blood, has this guy killed. Compare this to what happened when she sacrificed that chick for Dayhawk. Well, the, yeah, that was that was very emotional and spur of the moment. Yeah, this is premeditated. Yeah, it's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like it's it's different. Like this is this is a planned thing. And with this, it's almost like she doesn't feel a whole lot of remorse. I don't like, think she's so. She's still taking a life. Like it's it, Gabrielle. Like she's she is a force of good, and she is you know, she's a bit of a hippy dippy. Like oh, the light and peace and love and blah. But she's like she literally was like I'm gonna kill this bastard. <laughs> yeah, and it's funny because it's still kind of I I guess I could see how she would still be viewing it through a moral lens because like I said. Um, Verkinix does fill her, her in on what kind of guy he is, which is mm. not a great one. And then she makes her decision. So yeah. I'm pretty sure like it's still in line with her character. But it's, It is, but, but it's, it's, just... it's a dangerous path to take where you're yeah. justifying something terrible for your own set of morals. Mm-hmm. Like, it, he's, a bad, he's a bad guy. Good thing he's dead, whatever. But like... It's still a slippery slope, and it's still a very fine line to walk where you're like, I'm better than this guy. Yeah, I don't think that's a decision I could personally see myself making, no. for example. So. I, I don't think I could do that. Yeah. So this this is, you know, we've been like talking about this for like, what, five minutes already? <laughs> so like, clearly there's a lot to pick apart here. And we get down to like ethics and stuff. Like, Rome was like the, the essentially the start of ethics and morality discussions, like mm-hmm. all the philosophers. Where would this fall on, on their spectrum? Like, there, I'm sure there were probably like debates about this kind of shit back then. Probably. I mean, I wasn't there, but I'm assuming. <laughs> well, I mean, like, all the stuff that, like, we have t- two friends who are, you know, they have PhDs in, in actual philosophy. <laughs> and <laughs> one of them... very smart, yeah. Very, very smart people. Um, and one of them actually has a PhD with a focus on ethics and morality. And he's loving the discourse now about the pandemic and, like, <laughs> he's like, I'm relevant! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, don't get your hopes up, this is not going to be a constant thing. <laughs> But it is this thing. It's the, the the ethics and morals of, you know, who's to say what's right and wrong definitively. Mm-hmm. I mean, we all know that, you know, murder is bad. But, like, with Gabrielle, it's like, well, murder is bad unless it's this guy. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> so I think we're going to start it now. I love this the screen cap they have for this. It's very sexually charged. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Caesar and Xena. I mean, they always have a bit of a, a weird hate sex vibe going oh god yeah so we're in Gaul which looks surprisingly like every other village in Rome so where is Gaul meant to be is Gaul supposed to be like Scotland as we know it now or is it meant to be like England as we know it now I'm not really up on my um, that's a good question I'm not up on my uh... oh, oh, is it, oh is this is this Boudicca does Boudicca make an appearance <laughs> <laughs> Gaul was a historical region of Western Europe during the Iron Age that was inhabited by Celtic tribes, encompassing present-day France, Luxembourg, Belgium, most of Switzerland, oh. and parts of northern Italy, Netherlands, and Germany, particularly the West Bank of the Rhine. I actually had no idea that that was what Gaul was. No, I thought that Gaul was supposed to be, like, Britannia, Scotland, Ireland, kind of... I don't know, this is just what the internet told me. Okay, well, the internet is probably 
correct to some level, and Xenologic is probably not. I mean, not that the internet is always right, no. but... No, I mean, we know someone who's an anti-vaxxer pulling quote-unquote articles out of her ass on the internet just to be like, this is a fact, 5G waves cause coronavirus. I don't think that's a thing. Yeah, and I dared say that her opinions were dangerous the other day, and then she went on a total rampage on Facebook, so that was a fun thing that I endured over the weekend. <laughs> Yeah, that's... Well, I probably shouldn't have gone there, but I was Uh, angry. Yeah, no, I think you should have, because she's a literal danger to people. Yeah, well, that's why I said something. So, again, there we go with the morals and the ethics. There we go, yeah. (laughs) Jeez. (laughs) And I mean, this whole pandemic thing is so exhausting because you have to make, like, a moral decision every time you, like, fucking go outside. Or go to the store. It's like, how bad do I really need this thing? Yeah, I mean, we've been doing a lot of, like, deliveries, and, like, I have to fully acknowledge we are very fortunate that we're both working, still getting paid, and we have the option in Vancouver to get a lot of stuff brought to our house. Oh, yeah. We've been struggling just like pretty much everybody else has, but, Yeah, um, because no one has been prepared for this. But, uh, we're really fortunate in a lot of ways, and, uh, things could be a lot worse for us, so we're definitely aware of our privilege yeah so we're like we're trying to do deliveries we're trying to like limit our exposure try to limit like being outside and you know everything that i can order online and have brought to my door this it sounds so much like that book i read <laughs> everything's just brought to you by drone at some point oh look at this gold bit with your gold dress and your matching gold hat <laughs> Guess who's here? Yeah, so Caesar's rocked up, and Verkinix is leading the army against him. The goal seems like it's not going to be a very, I don't know, protecting kind of arm. Gold's very soft. It looks like they got that helmet from the dollar store. Yeah, it does. Oh, now they're in Syria. Okay. Which again also looks like every other fucking Greek and Roman village yeah. we've ever seen. The plant life is remarkably similar across every country they go to. <laughs> I know. It's, it's incredible. I didn't know that all countries had the same landscape. Yeah, I mean, those are definitely, you know, trees that are indigenous to Syria. Yeah. That are not at all New Zealand trees. Nope. <laughs> so this is Crassus going to be... Was this Crassus? No. Yes, I believe so, and then... Uh, oh, yeah, Zena just, like, hucks a bag of swords into a group of people. And then steals Crassus, basically. Yeah. So which one was the based on the real guy? Vrykinix is based on the real guy? Uh, Crassus is one of the one of the real guys. He was okay. part of that triumvirate with... Uh, right, okay. With uh, Caesar and Pompey and yes, yes, Verkinix. Yes. I look this oh, up. Are you going to try and say his name? Yes. So you can all laugh at me when, when I try to say this. Um, Verkinix is based on the historical Vercingetorix, a major Gaulish leader in That's the 1st century BCE. Unlike his Xenoverse counterpart, Vercingetorix was indeed executed by Caesar, though at the climax of a triumphal parade rather than in the arena. So, so that's a mindfuck. We're going to celebrate you, but also, LOL surprise, you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he does not die on the show. Um, <laughs> but... <laughs> But he does die. He did die in real life. Um, well, I mean, I hope he's dead, because Jesus, he'd be like several thousand years old at this point. <laughs> you know what I fucking mean. 
and I think I got this from like the Legendary Journeys Wikipedia. Yes, I did. So that's where I got this information from. That is a great resource for fans. It really I is. I love those guys. They do a lot of good work for us. Thanks, guys. Me also, me I'm not. I'm, don't make me try to say that name again, because. Uh, I can't. Maybe that could be our Patreon. You say all the weird. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that is one thing I uh, think we've decided we're not going to do. We kind of batted the idea around for a bit. Um, Patreon kind of thing. I don't want to do that because um, I don't want to limit what we have available for fans. Yeah, I mean, no offense at all to people who yeah choose to do that. Yeah, I mean, like a lot of podcasts I listen to and love do it, but that's their source of income. And also, like. We release infrequently enough as it is, yeah. so we don't need to further limit yeah. what we put out. And I mean, if you don't listen to our weird one-offs like our Murder Shirt episode about the murderous beagle, um, we're fine with that. Except you should, because it was really <laughs> you funny. should, because it was fucked up. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we just want to make our podcast as accessible as possible. So. Yeah, I, I really see because because we're not... Like, we didn't really invest a lot of money into this, and we don't want to make people invest money into something that, that we're not going to profit off of on a regular I basis. Mean, if you want to throw us a few dollars, go ahead. But, like, if you want to buy some merch, yeah. uh, get in touch because we, we have a bunch of stuff that we can mail you, and you can ask for it with or without podcat hair. I mean, right now you're probably going to get it free of charge because you're <laughs> shedding, but you know. Yeah, but we have a ton of merch left yeah. over, so. We, if you, it's $5 for a package of stuff. Pretty good deal. <laughs> Coasters, pins, and stickers. And a, and a handwritten note from one of us. Yeah, so Gabrielle's saying he, she hates Crassus because he's a friend of Caesar's and he's all, he's not my friend. I like how Gabrielle's in a boat and she's not throwing up yet. What is with the sepia lighting? Was sepia like a big thing in like the 90s to early 2000s? Because how much of Battlestar Galactica was shot in sepia? I know, it's kind of hurting my eyes. Yeah. So we're watching Battlestar Galactica again because what the fuck else are we going to do? And when, uh, what's, what is her name? Deanna? Lucy's character in Battlestar. One of her, she's a she, spoiler alert again, she's a Cylon. Um, one of her, her Cylon people that she, oh, one of the incarnations uh, doesn't have a New Zealand accent and she definitely would slip into like Xena voice oh yeah <laughs> for the first appearance and I was just like yeah that's still, that's still a really good voice yeah but Deanna does have a New Zealand accent yeah. so that's fun yeah or that model does but I think that particular version of the model didn't yeah, yeah. so Xena just stole his ring Crassus's ring. Yeah. And stole Crassus. Yeah. And she wants to trade Crassus for Vikinix. Because she's not a really big fan of Caesar. No. Really? I didn't know. I don't think, I don't think that's come up ever. <laughs> I don't think it's... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, that's, is that brand new information to anybody else? <laughs> that's almost as shocking as finding out that Tori Amos is a minister's daughter. <laughs> I don't, I or think that the have, Cylons were created by man. And they have a plan and they yeah. rebelled. Yeah. <laughs> Can you tell them we're going stir crazy? Oh, man. <clears throat> oh, okay. oh, it's the boat. Oh, it's the boat. It's the same fucking boat. But it's it's backlit purple, so we're not going to notice it's the same. <laughs> they literally called it Caesar's Palace. They literally the name the fucking place he's staying Caesar's Palace. That is so fucking funny. And here's Pompey. you got no choice. He has a great name because he is a pompous ass. I <laughs> Maybe that's where that came from. Probably. Can anybody tell us? Can anybody confirm? Do we have a doctor uh, of Greek studies in the in the audience who can tell us these things. An army of citizens. I'm just Google it, but I'm also just like yeah. my phone's on the couch and I don't want to move. <laughs> Pompey the Magnus. 
they have like the most tragic they all have turf bangs I know there's a vote coming up in the Senate I love that she just like pushes these men out of the yeah, way. Yeah, she just marches in like, move hello, bitch. <laughs> move bitch, get out the way. <laughs> Caesar's like, it's wrong, you can't be here. And she's like, fuck you, man. Sorry about your soldiers, we're playing tag in the forum. I gotta tell you, they don't lose well. This is Zena. This dude like, I am threatened and also turned on. Friend, enemy, friend. Frenemy. Frenemies. We weren't on speaking terms. I wonder why. Bobby, if you'll excuse us, please. I don't think so. <laughs> He's like, no, nah, I want to watch you get your ass kicked, man. This concerns Rome, it concerns me. Ooh. Pompey the Magnus. Zena's like, who the fuck is this Magnus? Magnus? <laughs> <laughs> Why not just call yourself Pompous McBigdick? <laughs> Pompey McPenis. He's got money. Anyway, Xena's just flashed Crassus's ring at Caesar, and he's very perturbed looking. Yeah. That could just be his hair, though. <laughs> that, has to, that has to be a wig. No one, like, no one would willingly cut their hair to look like that no. just for a guest appearance. That has to be the world's most tragic wig. I think so, yeah. And after that... She's putting the ring right in her titties. <laughs> like, <laughs> I dare you to come and get it, and him. I'll <laughs> I like how they made Gabrielle's shirt even smaller for this episode. Oh, she oh yeah, she leaves Gabrielle here. She she puts a hell of a lot on Gabrielle in this episode. Yeah, yeah she makes Gabrielle do the switcheroo yeah. or she tries to anyway. Yeah. Caesar. I knew you'd come. Really? I don't know why I bothered. Because Dina blindfolded you and took you here, that's why. <laughs> but look at you. Captured and chained by a woman that I captured and chained. I don't. I mean, she is going to kick your ass exponentially, Caesar, so, you know, maybe don't count your chickens, man. I mean, he does have Xena and Gabrielle crucified. Yeah. Yeah, but the, the, he still dies. <laughs> they show that, don't they? There's, there is a thing where the Eyes of March, they do... Yeah, that's the Eyes of March. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's actually called that. I'm bad with names, you know that. Whatever it takes. Let's just get it's this a very key Xena episode. Yeah, all right. There's a lot of seasons, and I'm very tired. <laughs> I love when they use the, the little like do 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 music because you know that's how you know it's a very serious episode. Anyway, Caesar's saying that Gabrielle's the key to them being triumphant over Xena. I mean, she always is. Yeah. She's the key to her heart. Oh my god. <laughs> I prefer Gabrielle is the key over Dawn from Buffy. <laughs> yeah, me too. Caesar is not going through with this trade. That's why we have to make the switch with Phoenix. By the time he discovers that it's Crassus in the cell, it'll be too late. So they're... That's the plan, right? <laughs> Gabrielle, that's the plan? That's the fucking plan. <laughs> yeah, so Caesar's not playing along, so they're gonna switch them in jail cell. Sure yeah, Xena's like, I'm not, I don't trust this guy as far as I can throw him, which is probably pretty far. <laughs> but still, she's like, no, I don't, I don't go for this. She's asking for a lot like, to trust her on this. That is a huge ask. Oh yeah. Looking for a huge ass? Is there a huge ass here? I'm huge ass. <laughs> 
So Zena is basically saying that Crassus might die, and Gar- she's expecting Gabrielle to put Crassus in the yeah. in the cells. So and Gabrielle even just said, "I can't send a man to his death," and Zena is saying he stopped being a man. So she's trying to dehumanize him for Gabrielle to make him seem like a monster, and this is justified. Mm-hmm. That's kind of shitty, Zena. But that's how Zena operates, though. I know, but this is slightly manipulative, and it's again with the morals and ethics, like. I don't think she thinks of it as manipulative, I, no. even though it sort of is, but I think it's just like she's operating in like pure warrior mode. Yeah. Okay, the wine fountain they have of this looks like blood. <laughs> also, it's just like giving me hives because of COVID. Like, I watch TV now and everything that would be thought of as like normal is now like terrifying. I mean, I'd like to hug, hug my friends. I wouldn't mind that again. No, that'd be nice. <laughs> I love how Caesar has like big, burly, half-naked dudes to announce people's arrival. That's not gay at all. Super not gay. He's wearing a lovely dress too. Zena looks I thrilled to be there. Oh, he's such a dick. Oh, he's so slimy. I would not drink anything Caesar offered me because it's probably poisoned. I thought he was wearing an X ring for a second. <laughs> <laughs> Caesar has a ring that looks similar to my university ring. Pompey's like, cheers, bitch. Zena's like, yeah, now we're not going to drink any more wine. Where'd you get the knife? <laughs> Where did the knife come from? <laughs> she just spit on him. I love it. <laughs> I like you. <clears throat> I'm just, what, 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 did they Don't present her with a knife, or did it come over boobs? Neither am I. I don't know, or was it just on a plate? I, if I, I wouldn't leave, leave knives kicking around with a bunch of murderous Roman soldiers. No, if I tried to eat fruit off a knife, I would cut my mouth open. I mean, Don't you cut your hand open on a plastic dish rack, I wouldn't trust you around These scissors at this point. No. <laughs> I mean, I did. Although you did cut my hair, so. Uh, yeah, twice. But I did cut my own hand the first time, like multiple times. Yeah, I think there's quite a bit of blood left in my hair after. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, how's everybody faring with the uh, quarantine lack of haircuts? Citizens yep. we, we've, I I've probably just cut my hair twice. I've cut my own hair yep, a couple times. If you're a hairstylist, I'm hoping you're finding ways to keep creative and keep cutting things. If you have, if you have cats, you can practice with cats, I guess. <laughs> give them lion cuts. Give them lion cuts. Those are terrible. Oh my god, we saw a poor cat with a lion cut last week, and I was like, oh, that cat's gonna be made fun of. Master of Gaul, a legend like no other. I give to you, Brokinix the Magnus. I love how she just like curls her lip at him. Yep. Pompey's like, Mrrr. just whip him out, boys. Just whip, <laughs> whip them all out, measure them, and then just go from there. Was the wine throwing in the face completely necessary? I don't think so. I don't think that was... No. As when pointed out on bad. the internet, uh, they race-bent Verkinix, because he definitely wasn't like a brown-skinned no. man. Probably. Done it, no. Goal. Probably not, no. No. Considering where that is now, that's a very white part of the world. <laughs> Which he's kind of presented as the good guy in this episode, so that's kind of the opposite that's kind of, good. of what they usually do. That's actually not bad for Zena. That's... <laughs> See, there's not being racist. <laughs> what about the people of Gardenus? Oh, Gabriel's getting feisty. That was regret. I was away to the north chasing bandits when it happened. The soldiers responsible were crucified. Why is crucifixion such a popular thing with these people? Maybe Zena really I don't believes know. those it's stories. Just... 
really makes me. It's a very inefficient way to kill a person. It Why? is, but Jesus it's, came back. But like, it's performative. It's performative. That's true. So you're not gonna it's die. Gross. No. Caesar won't let that happen. Now we'll get for Kinnicks, and everyone will be happy. Gabrielle is like convinced that Caesar won't actually go there and kill him. Which so there's uh, still a bit of naive Gabrielle here. Yeah. I also like how they've completely forgotten that she gets violently seasick when she looks at water. <laughs> Lucy is so beautiful and she looks good, but that d- dress looks like very like maternity dress. Yeah, it's it doesn't. It's not flattering. It, no, the weird crown thing. It looks like a weird wedding veil, and this is just not good. Oh, she, I forgot she makes the copy of the key with the clay. Zena invented right. being a locksmith. Yep. <laughs> she's she's got many skills. She, why is everything going in her tits? Because it's a good place to keep things. If you okay, know. so she just took a, an imprint of the key with clay, through the clay, for right the jail in the titties, cell. for the jail cell, right in the titties. Wouldn't that just get mushed around a little bit? <laughs> I don't know, I mean, like, chicks keep lots of things in their boobs when they go to the club and stuff. Well, yeah, I mean, that's what you have to do when you have to, like, dress up. But, like, I, I don't, because I don't want Well, we don't to, go to clubs. But, but no, my point is, it's, it's clay, and the warmer clay gets, the more malleable it is, so... Oh, yeah. Like, if, she, if she's, like... I'm trying to think of, like, logistics of putting something in your cleavage and having it stay and not melt if it's... Maybe she d- developed really fast hardening clay. Zine event of pottery. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Quick dry clay. I don't know. <laughs> there's a type of Heat clay called... Clay. <laughs> there's a type of clay called precious, precious metal clay. Um, and it's clay with um, metal compounds in it so you can form rings and pendants and stuff and then throw it in a kiln, and it will burn the clay off, and you're left with the the ring or pendant or whatever you make. Okay. So maybe maybe Zena's got that. Maybe. Maybe Zena has precious metal clay. That's very likely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, Crassus is trying to escape. Yeah. At great risk to himself, he's going to set his ropes on fire. Um, it looks like he's wearing uh, metal, what are they called, gauntlets on his yeah, wrists? Yeah, gauntlets. That's, they're going to get hot. Oof, Yeah. He doesn't look very comfortable, so yeah, it's got to be burning. I kind of wonder if this is like actually him, because he looks like he's in like a, a literal bit of pain. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's like fake fire and stuff, but I think that was real fire. I don't know. Also, Gabrielle, he fell asleep on the job, and yes, he's loose now. Can someone who writes for the show tell us if that was real fire on his real hands? Yes, because all the writers definitely listen to a podcast from two gainers from Vancouver. Absolutely. <laughs> Gabrielle sound asleep and wakes up to screaming. God, Gabrielle, you had one job. Gabrielle, you had one thing to do and you fucked it up. <laughs> okay, he kicked in the face and then he's got his head smashed against a very big wooden pole. He would have a concussion at this point. Yeah. And she just cut off the flow of blood of his brain. How many seconds does he have this time? Three? I don't know. <laughs> hey, this dude would not be in any state to answer any kind of question <laughs> whatsoever. She kicked him real hard. Real hard, in the face. His nose were broken, and then he hit the thing. Like, that's not good. No. I guess we've got the key made wall in Rome, and just, you know, middle of the night blacksmith make this for me. <laughs> so there's going to be gladiator fights the next day. Did you watch American Gladiators when you were a kid? No. That show was fucking wicked. I don't know that it would appeal to me. Um, there were women wearing, like... 
very revealing workout clothes and shooting guns and fighting with the little jousting sticks. Eh. I don't even. That's know. probably why I'm gay. Okay. And Annie Lennox. Yeah, as we discovered. Yeah, we determined the other day that we're probably gay because of Annie Lennox. One of the reasons. Yeah. Da, da, da. You need to be in place before the games begin. If I'm right, the execution will be the finale. I want to talk about this. <laughs> Gabriella, can I discuss my feelings? Not. The time that crashes buys us by walking into the arena is the time that we need to escape from Rome. Because that's going to be something you can do very quickly and quietly. Yep. <laughs> to escape an entire city. So basically, Zena is saying the only way that they can be successful in their plan is to have Crassus die. Yep. Yeah. Gabriel's of being casual. It's about focus. Focus on Caesar. I can't tell if she's jealous of Caesar because she thinks Zena has feelings for him, or she just feels like she's kind of being like pushed to the side for Zena's personal vendetta. I think it's the latter. Yeah. I love the um, the goth makeup they have on Gabrielle in this episode. I know, I just noticed that. It's yeah, she's, a she's going unusual. to the dark 80s at the <laughs> dark 80s goth party. I think it's partially the lighting, but still. Ah, that eyeliner was pretty heavy. Like Gabrielle. Gabrielle, like you literally have one job, it's to keep this, this guy, also this guy is bad at escaping. <laughs> but like she just is part of it that she doesn't agree with it and she's like half heartedly keeping an eye on him. That's possible. I was just thinking that actually. You were different from her. regard for life no matter He looks like a, a burly David Hyde Pierce. I said I'd switch you. Anyway, Gabrielle, yeah. Miles from Fraser. Yeah. Gabrielle is still um, convinced that she's going to save him. Oh, Gabrielle. She's going to give him his ring so that he can flash it in the arena. That's a large ring. Right back in the boobs. <laughs> or he's going to show it to the guards. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, she poisoned him? Uh, yeah, it looks like Putting it. a lot of um, alcohol seltzer in that water. Hopefully it's going to cure his indigestion. <laughs> so she's going to drug him? Like, is she going to carry him the rest of the way? <laughs> or is it like slow acting poison? I, for- I completely forget everything until the end when she's in the crowd and flashing the ring. Yeah. Ooh, a knife. This is a knife. If you're anything like me, you feel naked without a weapon. Oh god, this that is the grossest penis metaphor. Something reassuring the wait and feel the solid blade. Oh the face. Oh god, you smack him, Zena. Smack him, smack him, smack him. Caesar has no intention of trading for Kinnick's for Caesar. And more than that. Found the found the local extra. Find your friend Gabriel. You mean Crassus. No. It's your friend he wants. He seems to think she has some sort of power over you. Oh, he she does. To... Oh, yeah. You could say that. Do not fuck with Gabrielle. So, <laughs> whenever we go to uh, go for a walk, there's a street we take <laughs> back to our apartment, and someone has written Gabrielle in spray paint on the, <laughs> on like, the wall. Like, huge. Like, big, like, like, at least foot-high letters, Gabrielle. <laughs> all caps. And I'm just like, okay. Is someone leaving a sign for us? <laughs> 
I, I, I kind of want to spray paint like an exclamation point after it and like also like Xena with like a question mark after it. Yeah, oh my god, that'd be great. I won't. I mean, we could. Gabrielle? <laughs> oh, Jesus, here we go. I remember this now. Alright, so she's drugged Crassus and he's flailing everywhere and she's pretending to be drunk as well. And we're all very familiar with how good of an actress Gabrielle is. <laughs> Renee is great. Gabrielle, not so much. Right under my nose. It's the last place I look. And the girl, Gabrielle? This guy and his lovely gelled curly hair. That they, I can tell they, as someone with a lot of like, very curly hair, they are fighting humidity on this shoot because that dude has a little frizz crown that I yeah, yeah. frequently have. Yeah. <laughs> He does look like a Vulcan. Now I see why I got him to play Spock in the movies. He has Vulcan face. He does have Vulcan face. Not not a dig at Carl Urban, but like he does look like a Vulcan. <laughs> anyway, Gabriel's been thrown into the cell alongside Verkinix. And she has the key. <laughs> this dude looks so confused. Funny you should ask. You're going to walk out of here tomorrow. He's like, what the fuck are you talking about? He's like, this crazy lesbian has a wild plan. <laughs> For an egomaniac, Caesar has very, you know, toned down decorations. I would expect someone to have, like, you know, panthers roaming around and, like... I guess everything is kind of, like, gold-gilded, though. That's true. I, I expected more. Xena's just jumped in his window with a knife in her mouth. Okay, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm surprised the knife wasn't in her boobs. I was gonna say, why wasn't it in her tits? Like... Yeah. <laughs> she just kind of goes into like a weird blind. She, it's almost like she has blinders on with Caesar, because she like her choices and, and decisions she makes in terms of what she's gonna do to him don't really come from a place of logic. Like she knows how good of a, and I feel gross saying this. She knows how good of a warrior he is in terms mm -hmm. of strategics planning and logistics <laughs> oh, but yeah. she's like I'm gonna jump the window and stab him in the back of the head no no he knows what you're gonna do he's gonna be a step ahead of you all the time especially now that Gabrielle's been threatened and he knows it so yeah. obviously she's gonna come after him yes take a drink every time Gabrielle's referred to as an irritating blonde <laughs> or the annoying or the blonde, annoying blonde. Or... or the mouthy blonde <laughs> So Zena's now in the cell. When you said you'd get me out of here, patience for Kanax. He'll be out soon enough. Tomorrow, as a matter of fact, to face the headsman. And as for you, Zena, you won't get a chance to see it. You'll already be dead. The opening act to my spectacle. He does have quite the ego on him. I appreciate it. Mm -hmm. Gabrielle. Zena. Although it's me. Yeah. <laughs> Gabrielle's throwing Xena the key. Xena's positively orgasmic yeah. upon catching the key. There's a lot of really intense facial movement here for Lucy opening the key. She, she's like, okay, so she shoved the key in the lock and turned it. I'm like, she's very turned on by that. I know, and there's a lot of like, <sighs> yeah, a lot of like moaning and like tongue action. There's something you should know about this woman. Okay, the guards are very stupid. What is it that's so important? Seems she has a key. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed the guy in the garden the head with the door. 
Yeah. Super fun. Okay, I really wish we could get Blu-rays of this because the DVD quality is bad. The pixels. The pixel. You can. There's like individual pixels. I also kind of wonder if the DVDs we have. I said before, are they legitimate or not? <laughs> But honestly, we're dealing with, like, a mid-90s show on yeah. DVD, old DVDs, so... It's not usually this bad, though. No, like, this, this episode seems bad. really bad for some reason. Oh, by the way! Like how he just, like, flings a knife at his drink. I believe that's your dagger. <laughs> Anyway, so Pompey was clearly doing some double-crossing of well, Caesar. Yeah. yeah, that is to be expected. I wonder if he's actually, like, if this was to go through and she did die, would he have any actual satisfaction in it? Because he seems to really be, like, I don't know, like, horny for Xena, but in, like, a warrior way. I don't know, it's it's almost like he... Horny? <laughs> yeah, he definitely has fun torturing her, much yeah. like Callisto, actually. Yeah. This is an incredibly fucked up thing they did back then. The gladiator? Yeah. Yeah. Let's have someone fight to the death and then, you know, people can come watch it. That was truly fucked. Zena, the warrior princess. So let the combat begin. I highly doubt those two little guards would be able to, like, manhandle her quite that much. Mm mm. Considering that half the time she just flicks a finger at somebody and they fall over, I'd say no. Yeah. I mean, she sneezes on someone and they fly 20 feet in the air. Yeah, exactly. If I sit back a bit, I'd be able to see. <laughs> Jesus, this is <laughs> terrible. <laughs> it must have been fun to be an extra on this stuff. Oh my god, I would have loved it. I think I've made like three or four gift sets from this episode. I think so, yeah. It's a very giftable episode. Oh, definitely. There's a lot of, a lot of good faces to work with. A lot of good action. Seems so like he's watching a very intense game of chess or something. <laughs> this dude looks like he's prepared for like a fetish execution. Like, that is quite the helmet. Oh, yeah. That's like the helmet of a gimp suit. Like, that. <laughs> If you're going by the show Spartacus, like, these guys all wore, like, loincloths out in the... Yeah, that, well, that's a thing, too. Unless this is, like, Caesar's personal thing to fuck with Xena. I don't know. Like, let's get a bunch of armed dudes That with, might like... just be because the Spartacus show is basically, like, blood porn. Yeah. Stars, stars is good for the, the blood and the porn. When Xena sees me in the crowd, she'll know we're okay. Then let's get going. The longer we stay here, the longer she has to fight. Hold on. This ring... When the guards see it, they'll know that it's him. They'll set him free. Wait! Da da da. Never mind. <laughs> I owe you my life, so I won't stop you. But Crassus and I will meet again. We have a blood debt to settle from Gardenus. What are you talking about? <laughs> Gabrielle, you're so naive. <laughs> Crassus personally ordered the massacre. How can you be so sure that everyone was killed? I found my niece crucified. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, so Crassus ordered for Vicenix's family to be murdered brutally, basically. Yeah. Which, you know, not not a nice move. Now Gabriel's like, man, this guy really sucks. Yeah, Gabriel's like, well, this guy really is a piece of shit. She looks conflicted, though. Yeah, no, she does. And I, I will give her that. Like, she doesn't 
seem like she's enjoying having to make this decision. No. And it seems like this is something she is sort of struggling with in terms of like the morality of it. Mm-hmm. That looks painful. That would hurt. That would hurt a lot. Again, with the like that is a what looks like an iron ball. It's a mace, essentially, and she just got nailed in the face with a mace. She definitely jumped, beat jumped down. Jumped up. Jumped up. Yeah. She's like, oh, that hurt. <laughs> not, not even a scratch on her. <laughs> Xenologic. This kind of just bolsters my theory of Xena is, like, somewhat part god. Yeah. Because no, no human would be able to sustain that like that. No. I don't think we've actually, like, really see Xena bruise from a, just like a daily fight like not really you know she might get like a little bit of a like a split lip or like a little you know a little blood on her from somebody else (laughs) but i don't think we've actually a lot of the time have seen her be super injured probably unrealistic yeah i mean we see her with the the crucifixion and the breaking of the legs like that's you know you don't bounce back from that that easy no (laughs) whether you're half god or not no wolverine wouldn't bounce back from that that (laughs) actually Although maybe he did. He was kind of crucified. Well, anyway, that's all of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have enough knowledge about that to talk about it, so. Yeah, there was a lot of issues with Wolverine. Magneto pulled the metal off a skeleton. Mmm. Yeah. Even the horses have fucking helmets on. Well, I guess they probably want to protect the horses, plus it makes them look badass. <laughs> Gabrielle's like trying to be seen in this crowd. Like Gabrielle, you're very short. <laughs> maybe maybe get down a little lower. Go down to like the lower bowl. <laughs> you can spring for the the good seats. Do 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 the really serious music. The chanting. The serious chanting. Yeah. When I, I, mean, I love when you can hear like you know that this is a big episode because there's no like frivolous musical cues. It's all like drama and chanting and drums. I really love this episode actually. I kind of always forget how much I like it. Yeah, me too. It's quite good. I want to know why this dude felt the need to wear the feather hat while in a huge fight. I don't know. Why not? Because, I mean, this is you're asking to have it pulled off your head. That's just a liability, basically. Xena's just wailing on this guy. Which is pretty typical of Xena most yeah. times. But she seems to be completely energi- re-energized by rage. Which, again, is very much a Xena thing. Yeah. There is something about her interactions with Caesar, so, you know, <laughs> that probably fuels it. And, oh, she didn't kill him. Oh, y'all mad now. You yeah, she's not giving the crowd what they want. <laughs> Xena invented edging, apparently. <laughs> let's, break, let's just almost get there. <laughs> They didn't expect Xena to win. <laughs> well, she got hidden in her boobs this time. So Crassus is getting hauled out of the cell. Where's Gabrielle? She said she'd meet us at the stable. And for is posing as a guard. Yeah. I mean, the guard's not doing a good job of like looking out for their own. No. Because <laughs> if I if I was on guard duty and I saw somebody I did not fucking recognize, but like, who the fuck yeah. are you? They're about as good as Gabrielle at guarding people. <laughs> <laughs> Citizens of Rome! There's a lovely dress, Caesar. The death of the barbarian Verkinex! Gabrielle looking pretty smug in the top, but mm-hmm. also a little bit sad. <laughs> the henchmen are like, are you gonna do anything, boss? <laughs> anyway, Caesar's figured out that it's Crassus and not Verkinex yeah. down there in the arena. That's why everybody's looking at him like, what the fuck? Give the people what they want. 
I'll be the fucking penis face here. It's like, <laughs> do it, Caesar. Fucking do it. Do it right now. So Caesar's gonna kill Crassus anyway. Yeah. Because Caesar's a garbage chief. Thank you for the salad, though. It's very tasty. <laughs> And there's Gabrielle up there flashing his ring like a fucker. <laughs> is she doing it intentionally, or is she just standing there with her arms crossed and it happens to catch the sunlight? I'm not really sure. That is a, again, highly inefficient way to kill a person. Beheading? Yeah. It's not as easy as movies make it look, apparently. I, I did some research into French history when I was in high school. Uh, guillotines were not as efficient as movies make them look. There is a lot of, like... You gotta hack at it. <laughs> Ew. Yeah. There's the boat. They just put an eye. They just drew an eye on it this time. No, no, no. The boat always has the I eye. Didn't, I, didn't, I didn't notice yeah. the eye the first time. Wait. Gabrielle's looking at Crassus's ring looking forlorn. Sadriel. Sadriel. <laughs> did something that I never thought I'd be able to do. You've already killed people, Gabrielle. I played judge, jury, and executioner. Oh, hey, I said that earlier. Yeah. <laughs> You said Crisis living or dying wasn't the point. I had a choice. Yeah, so ultimately it was Gabrielle who decided Gabrielle, it wasn't. I yeah. I had no right. I do, here's the thing, though. I do appreciate that they talk this shit out. They've they've kept that from the bittersweet. Yeah. They there there is growth and there is an awareness that they need to acknowledge stuff between them. Mm-hmm. I couldn't find another way. Xena is claiming some responsibility. Yeah. There's an understanding they they both probably could have done things differently and they could have probably reacted a bit better. Um, but with Caesar, you. How many more times am I gonna hurt you? You are the most dear thing to me in all the world. You okay? <laughs> Chloe's gonna cry. Oh my god, this is gay. <laughs> Oh, they're holding hands now. Uh, Chloe's gonna cry. Uh, the ring's gone. In she the literally ocean. has tears in her eyes right now. I should have pictured you for this. <laughs> but this is this is growth. This is growth. This is an acknowledgement of we both didn't handle this probably the best. Um, but that we could have done things better. Well, but that ultimately they probably would have done things the same. But yeah, it's like this was this wasn't ideal, and we yeah. should have done things better. But ultimately, this was the outcome that had to happen. Yeah, which sucks. You okay? You good? Yeah. Ooh, Do you need Kleenex? My babies. <laughs> my babies. Uh, I actually, yeah, I truly forgot how much I like that one. It's gay. It's got like ethical questions. Yeah. It's got it's lots gay. of battles. <laughs> it's gay. Um, it's got some costumes going on. Not great costumes, though. No, still. I have questions about Caesar's gold breastplate, because that's probably not the best, but anyway. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was What in Rome. I like that one a lot. What's our next one supposed to be? The one after When in Rome is... Forget me, me not. not. We should probably do that one. Oh, that one's pretty good, yeah. Yeah. But Finn's Femmes and Gems is the one after that, and we've already done that one with Andrea Warner, and, and we will nothing can top that episode. 
no, no, no. That was one of our best episodes ever. Yeah. We were not going to try to re- redo that one no. at all. No, no. God, no. Um, so. Yeah, figure me out. That'll be, that'll be good. Yeah. And I, I put through a poll on the Twitter um, to see what movie or other thing we... Thank you for nobody requesting the L word. <laughs> I love you all. <laughs> um, and the winner by a very, very, very tiny margin was Ocean's 8. So uh, our next off-topic episode will be Ocean's 8. Um, which would essentially just be Chloe screeching about how hot Kate Blanchett is. Yep. Yeah. We saw it in theaters with our friends, and they said that it was entertaining and great, but it was also hilarious to watch us just be gay messes over all the outfits and how hot they all look. Because basically, we were basically gasping every single time Kate Blanchett yeah. showed up on screen. And possibly whimpering as well. So. Yeah. The, the, one of them said that... Uh, the audible whimper I let out when Kate Blanchett showed up in the suit was the highlight of the movie. <laughs> yeah, so prepare yourselves. Yeah, it'll be good. Um, so yeah, if you, like we said earlier, if you want to buy some merchandise, we have coasters, pins, and stickers. You can send us a message on any of the social medias or email us, um, and we'll tell you how to hook us up with that. Uh, Twitter, WBB underscore podcast, same as our Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can email us, podcast one at gmail yeah um we're on all the podcast platforms if you subscribe or get your friends to subscribe and rate us and review us on all the platforms we will pop up more on search things we would really appreciate that yeah even if you don't want to leave a full review even if you could just write us but if even if you just want to write like boops as your review yeah we'll take that um (laughs) yeah but that would be really, really, really appreciated. Yeah, because we, we, we found out that if people subscribe and leave a positive rating, then we will be discovered a little easier. Um, and everything I had planned for us to do this year is probably not going to happen because I applied to Geek Girl Con in Seattle. Um, probably not going to happen now. Um, no, so our methods of promoting ourselves yes. more organically are a little... Um, Squashed. Squished. Um, so. I was going to apply for um, Vancouver Podcast Festival with this and with Feminist Killjoys. Probably not going to happen. I should probably ask Andrea. <laughs> I'm going to assume it's not happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and FlameCon is definitely not happening. So I applied for all those things and yeah. So yeah, tell your friends. If you have gays, if, if you have gays who don't like Cena, give them all of our off-topic stuff. That's all quality entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so send us pictures of your cats, tell us how you're doing in quarantine, um, tell us what you're cooking. We're gonna make awesome fish tacos this week. Yeah, with some nice tuna. Yeah, we're gonna attempt to make our own tortillas, so this should be an adventure. Hopefully I don't fuck it all up. (laughs) I think it'll be good. We'll see. Uh, thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time.